drum roll, please. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Soul Wave. I'm your host, Mia. Oh my god, I got so much to say, guys. I've missed you. Thank you for being here. Oh my goodness. I just feel like, one, I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast, last podcast but I know I was thinking about it throughout my day before filming. I was like, I know when I enter my podcast, I have like this very upbeat voice, kind of like, I feel airy, but then as I go on through my podcast, it gets more like serious and aggressive because like the shit I'm talking about, I'm passionate about, and that's just my my attack. That's my attack. I'm aggressive. I'm definitely an alpha female, if you will, but see, this is why, hold on, pause real quick. What I was thinking about today was like, damn. I really should be mic'd up. The thoughts that run through my head, guys, you will not believe. Like, recently, ever since, actually, let's take it back. So, since the new year started, I decided to full swing into this new way of being. And if you haven't heard my last couple podcasts, what this is, I'm just really sticking by the whole law of one, that we are one, I'm you, you're me, the person walking down the street, I'm them, they're me. So we just have to walk through life realizing we're all one, which makes you want to send love to one another because like we're the same, right? So I've adapted that. I'm really trying to stick with it and like try to catch myself every time, excuse me, I'm thinking negative thoughts about somebody or judging myself, especially or others. And as soon as I catch myself, I just switch topics and I just start thinking about something else or I'm like, hmm, why would I judge them? Like, let's, let's dive into that. Like why, what in them? intimidates me what in them do I admire because really that's what judgment is right if I'm hating on another person like some girl walking into the store I work at and I'm like "Mm, ew get like a bad vibe in reality they're just probably like extremely gorgeous super skinny glowy skin and I'm just like "Mm, they give me bad vibes like no Mia you're jealous you think she's beautiful and then let's go back to like oh that's idea of perfectionism perfectionism that somebody's perfect in reality there is no such thing as perfect and if I'm looking at everyone else in these eyes that means I have an idea of perfect in my head and 90 times out of 10 or nine times out of 10 90 times 90 times out of 10 nine times out of 10 we as people I'm saying we now because I know everyone else does it don't even hold ourselves up to what we deem as perfect. A lot of us don't love ourselves. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We got to grow to love ourselves. It's not easy. Shit's up and down all the time. Oh, son of a bitch, that was hot. Excuse me while I drink this piping hot tea straight from the water of hell. Oh, there is no water in hell. It's like lava. That's another thing. I recently, oh, this is perfect. I'm just leading myself right into the next conversation I wanted to talk about. I recently started drinking more tea. And all my life, my picky ass was like, I don't like tea. I don't like tea. Blah, blah, blah. I just never had the will and the passion or the mo- motivation, drive, whatever you will, to go out and try different teas. But um, I did. And I found a bunch of teas that I like. And now I'm drinking so much tea that I'm literally peeing every hour. Like, oh my God, my bladder flushing out everything it's awesome because most of the time if I'm not actually all the time I'm always drinking water I fucking hate water I don't know I just can never wrap my head around it like yeah I I drink it to thirst my quench because I'm a very thirsty person I don't know and um it just never like I don't leave feeling satisfied does that make sense but I drink it I love it nonetheless but just Sometimes I need a little sweetness to go about my day. And I really don't drink soda. I used to have a problem with soda back in the day. Oh my God. All throughout grammar school, my parents would always buy soda for the house. We didn't live in one of those strict households where it's like, you got to eat this. You got to eat that. Nah, we ate whatever the fuck we want. It was awesome. But then I learned the hard way that you cannot drink 12 cans of Canada Dry in one day. Because that's when it all started. I looked in the mirror. I'm like, damn. 
I'm fat and I'm going to Dorney Park with my eighth grade class in three weeks for a final trip and my crush is going to see me in the band suit. <gasps> it was no bueno. So right then and there, wow, I remember this like yesterday. I'm looking up on YouTube how to get abs in a week or how to burn 20 pounds of fast in two weeks. Uh, guys, I remember that day. So then I was like, you know, what? I'm going to give up soda. I'm never going to drink soda again. And it took me a while to find water. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was still drinking, like, mad Gatorade. I was drinking iced tea. I was fucking hot chocolate. Drink everything but water. And then eventually, college hit. I'm like, yeah, come on, Mia. Time to grow up. Let's drink a lot more water. So now I drink water. And I literally don't drink anything else. If I drink coffee, too, I drink it black. Sometimes I get a little, like, something-something if I'm really like, craving it. But, you know, I tried keto, like, a year and a half ago. Oh, my God. It's going to be two years, actually, this March. Two years ago, I tried keto, and um, I lost mad weight on it. It was great. I just wasn't strict enough towards, like, a month or two months in, because then it was summertime, and I'm like, damn, I need pancakes coming home from, like, a drunk party at 3 a.m. in the summer, you know? You can't have those, but I had them anyway. But I highly recommend keto. It doesn't work for everybody. You got to do your research. Do your own research. But I paired that up with intermittent fasting. And that just means you go a long time without eating, like, 20 hours, and then you only eat for a four-hour period. And um, I would drink water all throughout that and Gatorade Zero. And I really learned about nutrition, actually, when I decided to go on keto. I learned how to count calories, my macros, how to learn, like, how carbs affect my body versus fat and protein. That's when I really started to become self-aware of what I was eating. And honestly, it was, like, bittersweet because I was so in the mindset of, like, especially for keto, like, no carbs, And ever since even after I stopped keto, like throughout the summer, I would feel like shit if I was eating pizza, if I was eating pancakes, if I was eating burgers and fast food and like, you know, pizza from the beach and like, you know, Jenkinson's boardwalk french fries. (laughs) I felt like absolute shit the whole summer. I was really judging myself. I'm like, oh, I can't eat this now. I have to go to the gym and like do extra cardio. But, um, nah, because then I learned, right? recently that for all one everyone having is having having these same same blah 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 my bad let me slow down everyone is having these same thoughts about themselves we all share that same brain like right we're all one we're all the same consciousness everybody 99% of the population has body issues if you don't great I don't give a fuck but I did I still do most of my listeners do we talk about it on a day-to-day basis and I feel for you I really do because I know some people who like will beat themselves up over, like, even eating a burger. I'm like, chill, bro. Definitely chill, because, like, it's never that serious. I remember that summer, too, where I was surrounded by, like, not, let me take that back. We were all insecure and hiding it. And, um, there's nothing wrong with that, but, damn. Four girls staying at my grandfather's beach house. One of us has to be like, no, we're beautiful. We all can't look in the mirror and be like, damn, I'm looking fat today. For what? For what? Absolutely not. That's definitely something I struggle with. However, back in December when I dropped, like the universe decided to drop this bomb of information on me and moving into 2021, I decided, you know what? I love me I love my body I love exactly how it looks I'm tall I'm still trying to accept accept that fact sometimes it's a little like damn because there's no like I don't know I'm 5'10 guys and I just feel like I want someone who's taller than me because ultimately I feel like if they're shorter than me they're gonna have like problems or they're gonna be way too intimidated by me but Honestly, there's some good-looking men who have great personalities that are, like, my height. I would throw that out. Because you want to know why? Wait. Because recently I just started thinking this. Because I love myself regardless. And I think the other person should love themselves enough to, like, not have that be an insecurity. Like, I can't control my height. Imagine I got surgery to fucking shorten myself. That's going too far now. I'm all for body surgery, guys. If it's going to make you happier, if you don't like the way something doesn't look, fucking go for it. I think there comes, like, a time, though, when you have to draw the line. Like, if you're trying to change everything about yourself, like, let's talk about that. Why can't we love ourselves for how we were born? Right? 
we're always worrying about like, oh, summer's coming up. I can't wear this because my arms don't look big enough. I literally I knew somebody who would never wear short sleeve shirts because he didn't think it made his arms big. They would always wear long sleeve short shirts because like the way the it would tighten around his biceps would make him look big. And I'm like, no fucking way. See, me, you, I wombo, you wombo, he, she, it wombo. We all got issues. It's all, no problem, guys. But I think we should all love ourselves. I'm having a fantastic time ever since I started loving myself. It really does come down to that. I started loving myself so much that I was like, you know what? Instead of eating healthy because I wanted to lose weight, let's eat healthy because I want my body to feel good. My body is, yeah, in a sense, a temple. But ultimately, to really realign myself and like center my energy centers, you know, your chakras, there's seven, well, there's thousands of them, but there's seven main ones. Eight if you want to get technical as well. But um, to really realign those, you should be eating foods to do that. And that's all natural foods. It's all earth-given stuff. It's all stuff that was here before anything else. Before McDonald's popped up down the road, before the subway or your little like corner store popped up like all natural foods honestly and um organic so I switched I didn't switch I started eating less meat and um ultimately one I wanted to stop consuming animal DNA because if we are all one we were once with the animals too the animals are us before they became aware they're in the second density. They're in the second stage of like their transition through seven, right? And I'm a big believer in past reincarnation. So that even means we were reincarnated as animals probably billions of times, all different kind of animals. I just don't want to ingest that anymore. I'm trying to have more respect for the planet. And um, don't get me wrong, like we need meat, but I think... The polarity that was shown to us during the Piscean age that we just transitioned out of on the Great Conjunction in December was mass production of things. It was just like, go, 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 pump it out, pump it out, pump it out. And therefore you have, you know, animal meat becoming, what's the word, harvested in disgusting ways. Like the slaughterhouse is like, we can really, we can do this better. Like, I believe we can wholeheartedly have meat and a source of protein if we do it better. Maybe all of us have our own farms one day. I think that'd be great. Instead of mass production, I think that, like, the whole slaughterhouse has really showed us the polarity that, like, we could, like, this is so inhumane. And, um, like, we're not respecting Mother Earth. And how do you, how do you expect Mother Earth to carry us for however many years we have left or whatever it may be if we just keep taking 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 and never give hmm? think about it and then my second reasoning for going meatless i'll be honest though i sell my taco bell every now and then but it's when i'm craving it and if i do try to eat meat i try to eat chicken not red meat because i heard that eating meat in general but especially red meat fucks up your chi right your energy flow and I want you, you know, one, tap in, tune in, turn on as much as I can to everything this journey has to offer. And that means making my physical body lighter and just like what I put in it. I'm not saying weight wise, but just like, you know, more greens, more leaves, more airy foods, root foods, you know, and um, becoming more lighter so I can go to these higher dimensions and I can meditate to like my past Akashic records if you guys don't know what Akashic records are those are all your past lives and information stored that's how people get past life reincarnations readings because they tap in and they read them for them because a lot of people can't access that their energy is out of whack and um I want to be more psychic than I already am like for the most part I'm very good at picking up energy and um transmuting that into words and feelings in my brain you know back two years ago right when I started like keto like that summer I was dog walking 
I would zone out at the park and I started seeing energy and I'm like, no fucking way. Like, is this for real, for real? And um, I was like, fuck it. I don't need to describe, like I can describe it and tell people, but if they don't want to believe me, they're going to be like, me is full of it. Like that's for you. But totally started seeing energy. And then over quarantine was my first encounter with auras. I remember I took this trip one time because I needed to get the fuck out of my house. I was driving all around. I drove out West to Round Valley Reservation. And I found this little hike that took me to the, like this private beach. And um, I literally felt like I was in the middle of like Jurassic Park nowhere. Like it was me and nobody else. And it was so peaceful. This is when I first started like going through it. I'm like, what is, where is the higher meaning to life? Like I've asked that question before, but now it's really like, all right, let's fucking find it. And I'm sitting there and I'm reading the book, The Alchemist, by the water on these rocks and I'm zoning out, and I'm zoning out hard. Eventually, I put my hand in front of the paper of the book, and I'm zoning out on my hand, and I saw my aura, and it was very blue, greenish, yellow, and I looked up all those meanings. It was exactly what was going on in my life, like blue, like I'm starting to speak on what I truly wanted, and around that time, I told my parents, like, I didn't want to go to school next semester, like, I need to do something else with my time, and purple for finally following my intuition, following that vision, that third eye. And green because it was just my heart's calling, right? That's the heart chakra collar. Color, collar, color. <clears throat> and then after that, I didn't get to see it anymore until recently. In the middle of December, I started seeing them again. And now I definitely see them a lot. When I tune into it, like when I focus pretty hard, I can see them. Um... I have two stories I want to say in chakras. So let me say this first one. Let's go back to today. If you don't know what today is, today is Tuesday, 2021, January 19th. I had somebody actually, wait, pause, text me last week. They're like, yo, when do you film these? I'm like, bro, literally the night before. So whenever this episode's released, I filmed it the night before. Unless I say this was pre-recorded. No, it's the night before. Always Tuesday. Um. So today... I'm going about my day. I know. I like, I cleaned the house. I cooked. I ran some errands. Came back. Wanted to take a nap before I went to the gym. So I'm about to like snap somebody. Just some bullshit. Like absolutely nobody. And then me. Nap time. Um, but I didn't even get around to it. Because as soon as I took the picture. Like let me give you a breakdown real quick in my room. My bed is staring at a window. Of a corner in the room. And... On the left of my window is the seven chakras, and I painted these over quarantine because one day I was like, damn, I really want something in my room that's more colorful. How about the chakras? I'm like, fuck it. I can totally paint this myself. Took a mad time. It took me like three days to complete, actually. So I painted all of them, and I hung them up. And as I'm taking this picture before, um, I remembered my dream, and it was like, in my dream, I was fixing these pictures because if you look at them normally, like in real life, they are very crooked. Not all of them, some of them. But in my dream, every time I fixed it, I was healing myself. And then I remembered, I put two and two together in a sense. I'm like, yo, that was totally my higher self telling me to look at these these paintings I did. And um, these, the ones that are crooked are the chakras that you should be focusing on right now because I kept thinking to myself I'm like what where do I need fixing like not saying I'm like obsessed with self-improvement in a sense I am but I just felt something off recently and um one I'll tell you exactly where my head's been at first of all this is why I swear to god I should be mic'd up this is what I've been thinking ever since the new year started energy's been building up one my sacral for some reason not some reason let me take that back. Um, I've been afraid of intimacy, if I'm keeping it real. And I know on my last podcast, I spoke my shit about sex. And I still do very much mean that about wanting the next person that I have sex with to be someone who like cares about me and I care about them. And I'm not going to feel used afterwards or I'm not going to be second guessing myself to be like, why am I not pretty enough to be in a relationship or what am I too intimidating? Am I too aggressive? And that's literally all the thoughts I've been on my mind recently. 
and I've been having all these experiences happen to me or these conversations, you know, about sex or just like watching things, bringing up sexual intimacy or seeing tweets. And I'm like, yo, I definitely have some trauma I need to heal around this. And that's cool. I think the first step to healing is admitting it. So I've been trying to do some work on that. You know, when I meditate, envision orange um, light around, you know, my sacral. If you don't know where that is, you can look it up. No, I'll tell you. Genitals. My vagina. (laughs) I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. Your sacral is your intimate parts, though. Everybody. Even all men. It's your intimate parts. Because sex is like a, a big thing. Like, it's an energy exchange. You're creating life with that person. Not saying that you're actually getting that person pregnant. But in the moment, you're physically creating life. That's what sex was first intended for. And, um, I don't know, like, I'll think, I'll go about my day, it's, and it's not that I don't have the opportunity, but, um, (laughs) it's just, I don't want to, like, I, I look at the person, I'm like, this isn't it, I know I'm not going to feel comfortable with this person, or just, like, I don't. If I get anxiety about it, then I'm like, hmm, something's off. I'm trying to put it in the words. Can't you tell this is a little difficult for me to talk about? But I don't know. I guess in my approach to life, I do feel like sometimes I am very aggressive and masculine. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, an alpha female, I know what I want. And kids my age, I'm going to keep it real, don't know how to handle that. They say they want that. Oh, two, two, two. While I said that on the fucking timer. Kids my age say they want this, that. They want a girl who has their shit together. They want a girl who knows what they want. But all right, like, I know what I want. And then when I actually speak on it, they get kind of intimidated. Am I asking for too much? Is this me wavering my faith right now, second-guessing myself? I can't tell you. I just feel like I'll know, not know when the right one will come around, but, like, why is there such a pressure that everyone's saying, oh, you haven't had sex in so long. Why don't you just hit up that old f- flame of yours? You know, you don't have to gain a body. They're absolutely right. Absolutely right. But then I just get so turned off thinking about, like, ooh, someone having access to me like that? Let's get into that. I'm going to think real quick while I drink this. We're healing this right now. Hmm. I always felt like second best. So I'm going to keep it a G. My first relationship ended. And I'm not going to get into the specific details of it. We could one day, but I don't think I'm... Eh, you know what, whatever. Just putting my business out there like that is cool. So what I do... Towards the end of me and my first relationship, I had a death in the family. And my reaction to it was, I I don't even know, I couldn't tell you. I wasn't even that close with the person who died. It was my grandmother on my father's side. I was having so many mixed feelings about it. I was feeling guilty because I didn't feel bad. But I was so pissed off because honestly, like... That part of my family wasn't in my life for so many years. And now all of a sudden, death is going to bring the rest of them back in. And I just felt so fucked over, to be honest. I didn't know how to express my emotions at the time. I didn't know how to ask my ex, I need you to be here for me. I need you to do this for me. I just kind of assumed that he knew what to do. And um, I just remember this one time, I'm having a mental breakdown in the front seat of his car, and he was like, well, I'll just take you home. Like, it seems like you just need to be home. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is, that's the last thing I need you to do, asshole. Like, I need to be with you. But I never expressed that. And I didn't know how. And um, I remember just shutting down ever since that, too, because then, like, he started thinking about the relationship, I guess, and... I had to attend the funeral and wake alone when my cousin's boyfriend was there and everyone's asking me, oh, where's your boyfriend? Where's your boyfriend? 
And we're basically done at that point because prior to that, he said he wanted a break. And I'm like, oh, you know, he has, he's at school late. He couldn't make it. In reality, he was home or he was actually like out on dates with another girl that I was like pushing him towards in the time. We were still talking. We were still doing a couple things, <sighs> still having sex. So that's why I say don't do it. Don't go back to the ex and have sex, guys. That's going to make the tie so much tighter. And um, we're still on and off now for like a month, a month and a half. He told me he wanted a break. I'm like, what does this break entail? Never got a clear answer, but I was so caught up in love and so blinded that like, this is my end all be all. I let it go. And I was like, all right, fine. Like, we're just, I'm going to stick for whatever he says. If he wants to see me, great. I would never hit him up. And then it was like so, it was so gross, to be honest. It was so toxic. I was like doing everything to try and keep him. I was sneaking him over OD because I'm like, oh, more sex. I'll make him stay. She can't do it like I can. Wrong. I remember laying in bed naked so vulnerable so vulnerable next to this kid my first love my first everything and um i saw the name the messages on his phone he was just waving his phone around like no care in the world like dude try harder like at this point like now i'm dumb as shit because you're it's right in front of me and there are messages and hearts and i'm like get out of my house and he's like, but I still want you, blah, 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 X, Y, Z. And then I remember like creeping on her page. Shouldn't have done that. Don't do that, ladies. And um, he commented on her picture and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I screenshot it. I sent it. I'm like, I'm done. A whole fucking excuse. 15 phone calls later. Blah, blah, blah. She made me do it. She wanted me to do it. She told me she took my phone. I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over it. But yet, he's finally made to make me stay. And then one day, I'm at work. I used to work at a dance studio. And all these little girls are out in the waiting room, waiting for the next class to go in. And I'm checking my phone. I check the Snapchat. And I see his story. And he posted up with the other girl that he started talking to on a Snap story. And I was like, yo, I look like the dumbest bitch. It hurts so bad. I'm in this waiting room with all these little girls like trying so hard not to tear up. But one of them noticed. And I was just like, boys are stupid. She's like, yeah, boys are so stupid. She gave me a hug. I'm like, damn, this little girl really just saved me. To be honest, though, ever since then. I've only had like multiple, not multiple, few, very few connections with the person um, exchanging energy with. Only about like, I'm not gonna give no numbers. Very short amount. The rest, I think it was just more self-validation. I wish I knew at the time, but I really didn't. I said, you know what? I can do these things. This doesn't make me a hoe. And it absolutely does not. Having sex with a bunch of guys does not. Because guys have sex with a bunch of girls, and what do they get called? They get fucking praised. Girls, do your thing. But to me, it was just like, okay, another person that thinks I'm good enough. But in reality, I was never good enough. Because I was, like, just enough. Not even enough. I was right underneath enough. Because I left, and I was like, okay... Like, aren't I good in bed? This got the first one to stay a little longer. Like, why aren't you staying around? Why is that not enough for you to, like, want to wife me up? It's wild. And I didn't know, obviously, this is all subconscious at the time. Like, I couldn't admit that to myself. That, you know, I didn't have to go around having sex with these people to validate it. Like, body count didn't matter back then. It never did, to be honest, but I don't know why I let what society say ruin, not ruin, I learned, um, <laughs> but just roll my life. 
yeah, honestly, like, damn, I can't believe I had all these thoughts about myself that I was always telling myself just to put myself down, and I wasn't even aware of it. I was not even aware of it, because I think just the appreciation I have for myself now, like, I wouldn't even say nearly 99% of the things I used to say. Like, I, I feel so hard for my younger self. That's how I know I healed. You know, like, one, you don't react the same way, but two, like, you just, like, you accept and you love yourself nonetheless. Because, like, I mean, if I didn't love myself, like, there's no way in how I'd be able to open up and talk about this on a public platform. A lot of people couldn't do this. But I want to make it okay so people know that, like, you can if you need to. Hit me up, bro. If you guys ever feel this way, if you feel a different way, don't matter whatever what you feel. And you feel in a way that you need to talk about, send it my way. If you're happy, hit me up. But, yeah. I saw one of my old flames. And it wasn't even, like, crazy like that. The gym. And, um... I remember, like, I tried talking to him. And I would see him at the gym all the time. Like, yo, you're that cute kid with the man bun. Oh, he was so fine. He still is fine. But, um... (laughs) We were talking for a little bit. You know, harmless. But... I remember I just, like, felt so bad. I'm like, yo, I'm, like, low-key leading this kid on because I think it's just too soon. And one day I just blabbed out a whole bunch of shit on text. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just got out of a relationship. And I don't know if you're just wanting to hook up. But, like, if you do just want to hook up, like, you need to teach me how because, like, I've never done this before. And, like, I'm really nervous, blah, blah, blah. I put it all out on the line, bro. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think he unadded me but I, because I never answered him. Because I was just so nervous after that. I was like, Mia, you dumbass. Why would you say all that? I didn't know better. I did not know better. I was like, oh my goodness. I was hurting. It was right after my relationship too. I was trying to find someone's arms to fall into. Instead of dealing with the pain straight up. But I saw him at the gym. He is. Am I confident enough to go up to him and be like, yo. I just want to say I'm sorry. (laughs) because even after that like we would still go to the gym at the same time and I remember it was low-key awkward because we would purposely be on opposite sides of the gym well I don't know if it was on his end but I would it just seemed very clear that he was trying to ignore me I saw him today at the gym and it like was so the opposite of what I was used to like I was just working out doing my thing and he was working out doing his thing but like we were able to be in the same like very close area and like it didn't feel awkward i don't know he could be listening to this honestly who fucking knows he'd be like that's not it at all but i was catching the vibe so i'm just trust that anyway back to my chakras though that's what i'm trying to heal on my sacral i'm like damn where do i not feel enough just reassessing that. I've been doing a lot of that, to be honest. Meditation. I've had these thoughts for about weeks, and I've just been really, like, not going over them and over them. Like, okay, you have issues. You have issues. Or it's like, okay, you have issues. There's something, there's a blockage here. Like, let's work through it. Let's slowly work through it. Let's go about our days and see what gets brought up from our past to where we got to go back and heal it. Like, me telling you that story about my old flame at the gym, <laughs> that is, like, the most embarrassing part for me, to be honest, because I was so embarrassed about, like, I don't even know. I was just so embarrassed. I couldn't even, like, walk by him in the gym. I had to do a whole other workout. That was a lot for me. But fuck it. I didn't know better. (laughs) Am I right? Cheers, guys. Fucking cheers to that. Let's forgive ourselves for not knowing better. Or knowing better and choosing otherwise. That's okay, too. Now we really know. But all right, now my solar plexus. Let's get into this real quick. So, ever since New Year's came as well, I've just been really owning the fuck out of this podcast shit. I don't want to make it an identity, like, oh, me as the chick that does the podcast. Like, yeah, I do the podcast, but, like, the podcast is me. The Me is the podcast. But I'm also everything else in life. Like, I'm not just this. It's not, this isn't who I am. I'm not podcaster. I'm a million things that cannot be put into word. I'm Mia, bro. And, um, yeah I know this thing is gonna take me far and like this is kind of like my career at the time or just starting as but um 
I've just been really confident in it. Like, you can't tear me down. Like, this is it, right? And I've just been talking about it a lot more. And people are getting just as excited as I am. And they're like, I can't wait to be on it. Like, we're going to have so much shit to say. It's going to be a really great podcast, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is so exciting. I've been having all these visions of like, all right, now what? The next steps. And I spoke on that in my last podcast as well. So I'm just getting really excited because like, momentum is picking up. Motivation's picking up. Inspiration's picking up. The shit I want to say is picking up. But to also balance that confidence and not be too overbearing, too arrogant, too cocky, it's so hard. Let me be realistic, guys. It is so hard. Sometimes I feel like the fucking shit. I feel on top of the world. I'm like, "Mm, this is me. Get at me. Cannot stop me. I'm a bad bitch. But then I'm like, tone down. Tone down. Because that confidence can be intimidating to other people. I know somebody's confidence has totally intimidated me. I'm not trying to make nobody hate me. I'm trying to inspire and it's hard to find that very thin line I feel like I'm still working at it at least to make the line thicker to where I can speak with confidence but not to be too arrogant because I'm still coming out of that like ego stage you know like or all or only ever knowing my ego and doing things because it was a competition I needed to be better than everyone else like no this isn't the case this is just my life journey and this is where I'm deciding to go with it and everyone else has different journeys The next chakra that's a little crooked is my heart chakra. And I totally felt that. I'm still going through the pain and healing of like a couple losses I've went through finishing up 2020 2020, and still trying to like also integrate like love everybody, even those who did you wrong. They were experienced nonetheless. They taught you so much. They taught you a whole person, bro, like a whole being. My wounds bleed. And some days I really want to close my heart. I want to close my heart. And I just want to run away from the world. And I want to put people on blast. I want to put people in their place. I'm just like, there's no need. It is what it is. People are going to see you how people want to see you. You can waste all your breath. I can waste an hour talking. And you guys can click off this podcast and be like, Mia's the biggest fucking bitch. I'll be like, word. I agree. No, I'm joking. (laughs) But, um... You know, still trying to remember that, like, this shit doesn't come overnight, but I've also been having a lot of heartburn ever since not eating a lot of meat, so if anybody knows what I can do with that, I take a hell of pills. I'm down to take more vitamins, though, you know, I'm up to, like, 12 vitamins. Gotta take your vitamins. And then lastly is my throat chakra. So going back, you can literally loop every single one of these chakras together my throat chakra because I feel like I'm speaking too arrogantly or I'm coming off too harshly when I'm trying to help people or when they're asking for advice or when I'm trying to like show them the light or like you know be honest like tell them there's something wrong with them like I feel like such a dick sometimes because I can't imagine man like somebody telling me what's wrong with me that shit hurts I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie it's like wow you see me as imperfect and all I ever known was like perfect is good that's where you want to be um and it fucking sucks because, like, all you ever known, like, the way you've acted your whole entire life, someone telling you, yeah, you're wrong for that, now you have to fucking learn a new way of acting, that just shit doesn't happen overnight. You have to practice. You have to be in multiple situations to practice the same thing that you're trying to learn. This is where you gotta practice in your co-working relationships, your peers, your family relationship, your romantic relationship, your friendships. You gotta practice that all across the board. And, um... Wow, this tea says, he who wants a rose must respect the thorn. Ah, word up. Word up. That's funny. If you guys don't know, Mia Rose is my name. So I associate with the rose OD. It's my grandmother's name as well. And also what I want to say, throat chakra speaking, is ever since I stopped eating meat and I told you how I wanted to tune in to all these other psychic capabilities i guess i'm a medium now i've been channeling passed on once and it's so insane i wanted to share the story this happened sunday or saturday night i'm at a friend's house and we're all playing like drunk card games i wasn't really drunk actually i wasn't tipsy at all but drinking to socialize and um I'm fucking around with my friend. I'm like, hey, this next card's gonna be your card, like with the Uno deck. And they're like, oh, you should have brought your Oracle cards. 
And I'm like, I actually have them in my car. And they're like, go get them. So I get them. And I read everybody that was there. And it was so insane because, like, when I previously used to read tarot, it or like oracle cards or cards in general, I've always second guessed what I want to say or just never went with what's exactly coming to my head. And um, they were so, everything I said, like, was resonating with everyone. It was so spot on. And, like, one of them, I was reading for this chick who has a daughter. And um, I'm like, who is this passed on? Like, I'm feeling like a, a female passed on energy. Like, is that, does that make any sense? She was like, well, there's a lot of them. And I was like, I got a little discouraged. But she was probably one of her great grandmothers. And I was reading the card and I'm looking at this card and I'm looking at all the messages in it. And I'm just really like, just getting a vibe. And I heard the name Francesca in my head or it popped into my head. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to say it. Like, it could be wrong, whatever. But I'm like, does the name Francesca sound familiar? Or does it ring a bell? And she's like, no way. Like, that's her great-grandmother's name. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I got chills. Are you dead ass? She was like, I'm dead ass. And I kept reading for her. And I'm like, I see a promotion coming up. Like, are you getting promoted? And she was like, yeah, I'm actually getting promoted. And I'm like, this job, this promotion is going to be better than you expected. But only if you decide that. If you're in your head saying this isn't going to benefit me at all, then it's not going to benefit you. You have to be blessed for this. And it was just, for everybody, it was resonating pretty much. And um, it was so cool. I'm like, no fucking way. And then yesterday or two days ago, I actually called Jen after this happened. I had a moment where I was sitting down using these Oracle cards, talking to heaven. And, um, I was like, I haven't talked to my grandmother in a while. And my grandmother is my spirit guide, one of them. And I'm like, Hey, what's up? And I'm using these cards and like all these cards were falling out and um I'm like get the hell out of here she was like it said you and me are soulmates and right away I'm like okay this is just confirming that you're watching me you're my spirit guide the next card that fell off out was we're not alone up here and had dogs on it and like animals I'm like stop and I started crying immediately and um I just got chills I just got chills <sighs> because I've been thinking a lot about my past dog if you guys know me I had a dog, Wyatt, for like 13 years, my little baby, and I've been thinking a lot about him, I've been having a lot of dreams about him, and like that card fell out, and I got so emotional, and I felt his energy, and I'm just like, oh my god, you're up there playing with Wyatt, thank you, thank you so much, and more stuff comes out, but then I'm like, okay, I really don't want to put these cards down, but like, I gotta go, one more card, and I'm thinking of my grandfather, I'm like, something, because I just feel so bad for him sometimes, because he's so alone like he's not really alone he lives with his brother like his brother moved in on with him but he's all by himself an hour away in Point Pleasant and I know this summer me spending time down with him was like he loved it a lot and I loved it I love spending time with him he's really my man but um I'm like all right something for grandpa and the card came out saying I'm always watching over you every day. You're not alone. And I started crying. I'm like, get out of here. Because I was literally thinking, I'm like, he's so alone. But he's not alone. He's sitting there with her every time eating dinner. And she also told me, because, you know, everyone has their own, like, seats where they sit at the table. Everyone has, like, a designated seat. And where my grandmother used to sit, my Uncle Ben sits in now. And she's like, that man stole my seat. So now I sit on the opposite side. I'm like, oh, my God. And I didn't tell my mom this, but when my mom's really, like listening to this, she's gonna be like, "Why did you tell me this?" But yeah, now, mom, here you go. <laughs> oh. so those are the chakras I gotta work on. Been working on. All I've been doing is on my like, so I haven't. It's slow season for my job. I'm not on the schedule. I also am still waiting for a promotion to allow me to work more hours. All in due time, though. And um, so. I've just been alone and I've just been meditating. I've been researching. I've been listening. I've been reading. I've just been so absorbed in like how much knowledge can I learn? What what else can I do to like make my life better? Just by doing these things, like really trying to meditate, like you can't try too hard with meditation. But what I start off is, I'm just say thank you to my chakras. If you know where your chakras are, you like your root chakra, which is the base of your spine or your feet, your sacral, which is your genitals, your solar, which is your navel area, your stomach, your heart, which is your chest, obviously, 
your throat chakra, your third eye chakra, which is in between your eyebrows and the center of your forehead, and then your crown chakra, which is on top of your head. And I just go through all these points in my body and envision like a line of energy going through that straightens them out and says, thank you. I go through each one and I say, thank you. And I envision that color around that part of my body in my mind. And I go into the next one, do a couple breaths. I say, thank you. Just align myself. And then after that, I just let my mind go. I just be. (sighs) And ever since, like, everything, man, like, the last, like, 19 days, I've been so intense with emotion. Like, I just, I said this last podcast, too, I feel so deeply now, but I'm so grateful. I think that is really what it is. Like, that moment on Saturday, me reading in my friend's house for everybody wow oh my god that like just gave me that confidence I needed to be just like right on it everyone was so appreciative of it and then after that oh my god me and my friend had a lovely conversation it was so eye-opening because it really just solidified like my life purpose in a sense like I really learned so much around the people about the people around me I learned so much and then Friday night the night before oh my god I got a story I want to wrap up on I was at the bar with my friends and I see this guy there who I see almost all the time and he's so drunk and I'm just catching a bad vibe because now he's outside is now a tent and he's yelling at the tent on his phone and I'm like this man's stumbling I'm just feeling really weird about it I tell my friends I'm like eyes peeled and I walk by him and I just get a wave of like heaviness like, it hurt. I'm like, oh my god. Throughout the night, 30 minutes later, this guy sits down across from me. There's an open seat. And I, at first, I said, I think this seat's taken because I was nervous. He didn't hear me. He sits down and he is making, like, gag-looking faces. Like, if he's going to throw up, he's teetering back and forth. And then he just puts his head down. And I'm like, hey, are you okay? He was like, no, I'm really not. I'm like, would you like some water? He was like, I don't want to make you go get me water but like yeah I would like some water I'm like no like I'll I'll go get you some water don't even worry about it so I go and I get him water and I come back and he drips like drinks a couple sips and he perks right back up and he comes to life and he was like oh my god I'm like what's up he was like can I ask you a question I'm like sure he was like do you trust your family I said absolutely not did not hesitate at all to answer he's like I don't even know who you are and I already fuck with you and I trust you I'm like why do you say that because now I'm intrigued. I'm like, okay, this energy I was feeling wasn't for nothing. Like, this is the experience I'm about to have. <laughs> I said just like that in my mind. <sighs> this tea is a lot more cooler now. I can drink it. So, I'm talking to this kid and he's like, yeah, man, you can't trust family. I'm like, I've had family that have done me wrong. I mentioned it in this podcast. And like, I just don't feel right with them yet. You gotta wish them well, otherwise you gotta send them on their way, but, like, there's no need to ever argue and intertwine my energy with them again. And he was like, that's incredible, like, you're so woke, like, these millennials, like, me and you've come from the same generation. And I'm like, uh, almost. He was like, what do you mean you're, like, the same age? And I'm like, mm, looking at this guy, I'm like, definitely not. But, okay. <laughs> and, um, he starts saying, like, we came from the generation that everyone gets a participation words, and I'm like, stop, I know exactly what you're saying, and, like, your mom calls the coach of the team to complain that you're not playing, and next thing you know, you're playing. I know, I've been there, but that doesn't matter, and he was like, you're right, like, it doesn't, but, like, all these people are so stuck up, and they get so offended by everything you say, and they go blog about it, and I'm like, because they were only taught to be offended. That means they're not perfect themselves, they can't live with that, and me and him are now getting into these incredibly woke conversations you know the shit I speak on this podcast I was having a conversation with him and he was fully understanding with me only disagreed with me on a couple topics which is respectable we all have our own views but nonetheless the underlying meaning is like we were healing each other he was like can I say something I'm like of course and he said I just want to thank you all these people in this bar my family like you were coherent enough and observing enough to look at me and say this kid's fucked up right now and he needs some water everyone in here and you were the one to do it I appreciate you so much because you can tell I'm not good I'm like obviously drink some more water and I'm like thank you for telling me that though and he's like you're really healing me I'm like wow like I'm searching around the last couple weeks trying to figure out my life purpose what I want to do here what I'm supposed to do 
am I a healer? People tell me all the time, but like, there goes my ego. Like, nah, you're not, you're not a healer. You're not good enough for that. You can't do that. But the last couple of experiences I've been having and even my dream and just figuring out how to heal myself and what to focus on, like, bro, I guess I'm a healer. I'm a healer. And wow, what a, what a guy. He was just kept saying, thank you. And I was like, can I say something? Can I be honest? He was like, please. And I said, you're helping me. Like, I have a podcast and I talk about shit like this, what exactly you're inquiring about right now, the conversations we're having about people and, like, negativity and low vibrations, but still having to send love otherwise. And, like, I talk about this and I just, I also know what it's like to not be understood and, like, have everyone judge you for doing and living your life. Like, you're helping me. Like, you're telling, like, this is my sign from the universe. They bless me with you to tell me to keep going. I was like, I think that's so beautiful. And my friends are looking around like, are you okay? Like, you're talking to this guy, like laughing at him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, for why? Laughing at him because he's drunk and he's losing his control in front of everybody. He probably already feels that way. I'm sure you would too if you were that drunk. Or you just completely black out and act like a dick and not care about anybody. Like, we need, we need some more compassionate hearts. Everyone is so afraid that if they speak up, they help somebody, that they're going to get hurt or some shit like that. Don't get me wrong. You have to be aware of the possibilities. And I was fully aware about them, talking to this guy. But I have more faith in humanity and in myself to be a person that I can help this person. Whatever they're going through, to where it's not going to pop off. You can't walk into this situation and not have any confidence. I respect people that can handle other people's problems, to be honest. Because a lot of people are just like, that's not my problem. I don't want to get involved. You don't got to get involved. You can learn where to draw that line of your energy. You cannot take that shit home with you at the end of the day. You don't got to go home and think about it. If you're thinking about it, that's on you. You can just think about the moment. How can I help this person? If that was me, how could I help myself? Glass of water. But what a lovely time, guys. I miss talking to you guys so much. I think... I'm not going to think. I'm not going to say anything left. But just thank you. Thank you for joining me. If you guys want to check out the Instagram, it's at the Soul Wave Podcast. At the Soul Wave Podcast. You can follow my personal as well. I'll be popping over there as well. At m1a.9. Like, share, comment, review, subscribe, follow, sh- whatever. Sp- send it to a friend if you think there's something in here that they need to hear or you thought about somebody anytime you listen to my podcast send it to them maybe they need to hear it i appreciate you guys so much as always so much love for you guys and um i'll catch you next week bye oh.